The following is a hoop ball presentation. Hello and welcome to the Hoop Ball DFS Today podcast. I am your host, Mike Patria, flying solo for this wonderful little Monday seven-game card that we have going on. It is a start of a new month, March 1st. we got some nice action to get into, so uh, it's going to be a relatively quick show. As you guys know, anytime it's a solo show, these things tend to breeze by just a little bit ever so fastly. Uh, simply because I have no one to argue with, no one to tell me my plays, my calls may be terrible, like some of them may be, and nobody to say, hey, I agree with you, which, you know, if I was on with Santino, we all know that wouldn't be happening very often, nonetheless. Uh, before we jump into anything, just a quick shout out to our presenting sponsors, mybookie.ag. If you guys haven't checked them out, head over there to mybookie.ag, guys. Check them out. It is the number one, the best bookie on the market. Only place I trust. Only place I give my money to. And when I say give my money to, I I expect it to be temporarily because I plan on getting it back. And the number one way you can get some free money from my bookie is on your initial deposit when you head over there. When you sign up, use that promo code HOOPBALL. You get a deposit of 50% on $1,000. So you put in $1,000, they give you $500. You put in $500, they give you $250. It's free money to play with. And maybe my, uh, you don't want to bet sports. We'll head over there and check out their fully-fledged casino platform. All the table games, all the slots, all the things that you can imagine at your local gig. You can get over there at mybookie.ag. And they are absolutely fantastic, guys. Check them out. Can't recommend them enough. Mybookie.ag. And that promo code is HOOPBALL. And while you're out there, guys, check out Manscaped. So many products, so many good things you can check out over there, guys. I talk about them all the time. Uh, I'm going to give it all the time. I got to give the the shout out to the Perfect Package 3.0. It's fantastic, guys. Head over there. It comes with a little bit of everything. You get the lawnmower 3.0. You get the conditioner. You get the toner. You get the travel case. You get the t-shirt. You get the boxers. You get a little bit of everything. Nice low price. And if you use that promo code HOOPBALL20, you get 20% off plus free shipping. Makes it even cheaper. Makes it that much easier. All right. We got seven games to get to. 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time game is when this starts. Dallas Mavericks travel to Orlando. They're taking on the Magic in this one. 226 game total. Dallas favored by six and a half points right now. Uh, As far as an injury report is concerned, keep an eye on it. Things are going to change, I'm sure, by the time we hear about this tomorrow. But as of right now, for the Mavericks... Josh Green, well, these guys are G League guys, as we know. Tyler Bay, Josh Green, Nate Hinton, all the G League. Chris Porzingis is probable, though. For the Magic, Cole Anthony, James Enos, Markel Fultz, Aaron Gordon, Jonathan Isaac, all ruled out. So pretty much what we're used to for uh, for the Magic for the past about month or so at this point. But let's talk about this Mavericks team. As you guys know, uh, I am a Mavericks fan, but... There's not a lot to love in this one. Um, outside of Chris Stops and, and Luka Doncic, when both these guys are in the lineup, those are the heavy hitters for the Mavericks. There's not many other guys that we could trust. You know, Hardaway, Richardson, Brunson, they're all priced pretty much accordingly. And if you want to take a fly on one of those guys, you know, whether it's a GPP dart throw, they're pretty relatively safe for cash. You know, Hardaway and, and Richardson can get you down below that 25 mark uh, at that price tag. So maybe, <clears throat> like I said, GPP dart throws, excuse me, 
got a tingle in my throat. So you'll hear me be drinking, taking a couple sips of uh, of water and Powerade and uh, and things like that. And yeah, I'm feeling it over here tonight, guys. So I do apologize. Uh, and as far as the front court. Not too interested in the guys like that. I'm not looking at Kleber. I'm not looking at Coley Stein. Like I said, if Porzingis is healthy, and he is probable. He's expected to play in this one. Uh, I'm not going to have any interest in anybody outside those two guys. I expect Porzingis to be able to take advantage of this matchup that he has. They even might go big. Probably see somebody along the lines of like Ken Burch starting. Nonetheless, it's a great matchup for him. It's just going to be dependent on the minutes. And you guys know how I feel about Luka Doncic. He's in playing every single slate. I prefer uh, a few of the more expensive guys that we'll get to in a little bit, whether it's Nikola Jokic. Uh, Joel Embiid, if he actually plays, or one of the guys over there in Brooklyn. I prefer those guys over it. So push comes to shove. I don't think I'll have too much Dodgic, but I will. I won't argue with you. You if you want to play him, look at Dodgic. On the other side of the ball, looking at this Dallas team, Kola Vucevic getting up there, Vucevic getting up there, ten two. He's absolutely worth it. He's absolutely crushing it. Again, I, I just talked about a few other guys. You know, I'd rather spend up on, and I'll probably stick going that way. But this dude has shot at least 23 shot attempts. Uh, I'm sorry, at least 22 shot attempts over the last four games. Can't argue with the usage. It should continue to be there. He's an absolute stud. But just doesn't probably end up making my final cut. Looking at some of these other guys on there, Fournier and Ross, both these guys getting priced up as well. Uh, 6700 for Fournier, 6400 for Ross. Uh, DK, I'll probably take a pass on both these guys as well. This is... You know, the game total is not bad. 226 game total. There's going to be some juice on the bone in this one. Just not a lot of guys. Like, it, it, it feels like it's almost one of those toss-up random moments right here where, you know, it could be Ross. It could be Fournier. On the other side, it could be Hardaway. It could be Richardson. It could be Brunson. You know, if you're building multiple lineups, I don't mind taking stabs at these guys. But in your single entries, and your cash games, you know, it's kind of hard to trust these guys, especially now when you're looking at Fournier at 6,700. That that just feels a little bit too expensive for me. Uh, looking at some of these uh, power forwards over here, though, you know, Minu starting to play his minutes in the low 20s. They're creeping up there. Not a great, great value right here. He's not a great point per minute guy. <clears throat> but the minutes should start, slowly start to creep up, especially with Aaron Gordon still remaining out. Uh, you know, if he gets 25 or 38, I like that price tag. That's probably it. Michael Carter-Williams has been a guy that I've been playing here and there. But, you know, Minutes in the mid twenties. He really needs to start to pick up the scoring for us to be able to uh, be able to rely on him. So I'll probably take a pass. So as you guys see, not a lot of love in that game right there. Uh, the theme of the next game, you know, it, it might not be uh, it might not be too much different. Indiana Pacers traveling to Philly take on the Sixers in this one for the Pacers injury report. Malcolm Brogdon and Jeremy Lamb are both being considered questionable. <clears throat> Excuse me. Wow, that's getting bad. I, I again, I apologize about. Uh, the tickle in the throat right here. Trying to muscle through this one. Karis LeVert, Cassius Stanley, TJ Warren, uh, all ruled out. And then for the Sixers, Joel Embiid and Tobias Harris are both questionable. Harris, we know, dealing with that knee injury. Paul Reed is out. No game total, no spread for this one. Only uh, We only actually have two game totals at the time of recording this the night before. So for the Pacers, coming into this one, Malcolm Brogdon sat out that last one. With that one, we saw TJ McConnell try to start, and he absolutely smashed. So uh, in that case, again, TJ McConnell would probably draw the start again. 6100 He's getting a nice little price hike. He paid that off and then some in that last one. But he played 46 minutes, shot 61% from the floor. We know what he's good for. He's going to get you steals. He's going to get you assists. If he starts, you're probably looking at, you know, low teens points-wise. Uh, and a couple rebounds getting chipped in here and there as well. So against his former team, the narrative, sure. I, I, I don't love it. I think he's, you know, fairly safe for cash. 
maybe I'll probably pivot off them in tournaments, just knowing that a lot of people probably go there for the ownership. You know, I, I, you know, Lamb being out as well, we should see fair good minutes from, you know, Aaron Holiday, Doug McDermott, Edmund Sumner. Um, you know, I say out, but he's not ruled out yet, but he banged the knees and it looked like a severe, a severe injury, left the game, didn't come back. I'm not going to say severe, like he's out for a while, but it was significant enough because it was on the same knee that he had surgery on and he missed time with over the past. So I'm expecting him to sit out of this one. So keep an eye on that shooting guard position. I think we can get some decent value between Holiday, Sumner. Those would be the two guys I lean to immediately just because they're dirt cheap. They're bottom of the barrel. This game gets out of hand. They still play. So I, I do have some interest in both those uh, both those value plays now. On the Philly side of the ball, if Harris is ruled out, Sabonis, 10-1, should be able to have a cakewalk in this matchup. They, they probably play a little bit of Mike Scott on him. Again, another 10K guy that we have to make a choice between. Do I prefer him over Doncic? No, no. So he's probably still on the bottom of the barrel, you know. Thinking this through, probably not making the cut. So that's it. That's all I'm playing right there. It's going to be a little bit of McConnell and some cash games, and I'm going to look at some of that value if Lamb slash Brogdon happen to sit out of this one. On the Philly side of the ball, Tobias Harris, questionable. Joel Embiid, questionable. Now, if Embiid plays, probably not too interested at 10-6. Too many guys I like on the slate priced up. I think Ben Simmons at 8-8, a little bit priced up for my liking. But in, you know, in the case that Embiid... And Harris both ruled out. That gets thrown out the window. So, again, you know, I, I mentioned it often on the show. Maybe it's just your first time tuning in. This is a night before podcast. There's a lot that's going to be in. There's going to be a lot that gets out. There's going to be things I say that don't matter. Maybe by the time you even listen to this. I hope that doesn't happen. I hope we're pretty up to date on it. But uh, it happens. So I'm going to try to give the best analysis that I can with the news that we have available. Uh, now, yeah, Simmons is definitely in play. Both those guys sits. I'm not playing him if both of them play. If one of them sits, he definitely gets a bump, but he's still pretty priced up for his price tag. Now, if either one of these guys sits, these are the guys I will look at. The ancillary pieces. Your Seth Curry's. Your Dwight Howard, if Joel Embiid sits. I do not mind playing Dwight Howard at all. This is a big matchup. They'll probably start Mike Scott, but I still prefer Dwight Howard over Mike Scott. Mike Scott, not a great point-per-minute guy. Korkmaz should get a significant run. Thibel will get a significant run if both these guys sits. So it's that simple. Uh, follow the positions. Embiid sits. You're looking at more of the front court guys. As far as Howard Harris sits, you're looking at more of the usage guys. As far as guys taking shot attempts, uh, Harris is one of the best deep ball shooters. Without that, expect most of those to go through Korkmaz and Seth Curry. Moving on, next game, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time game. Denver Nuggets traveling to Chicago. They're taking on the Bulls in this one. Bulls, uh, they do not have an injury report simply because their game got postponed. Uh, Raptors, they were scheduled to tip off against them today. Raptors didn't have enough bodies due to health and safety protocols, so the game got postponed. Bulls should be expected to play in this one against the Nuggets, though. For the Nuggets, Michael Green, R.J. Hampton, Gary Harris, Paul Millsap, all ruled out. No game total, no spread for this one. Looking at the Nuggets, I talked about a few guys spending up on them. Yeah, Nikola Jokic, definitely working it. The Joker, the Joker. 100%. 10-8. Love him. Love this matchup for him. Should be able to bully his way through Wendell Carter Jr. He has his way with these kinds of centers. Banging 50 points. Has a 60-plus upside here. No problem for one of the MVP front runners right now. Uh, Murray a little priced up as much as I love him in this matchup. Probably won't go there. 8-9. Just seems like there's a lot of guys that are just a little too priced up. You know, 8-3, 8-4. I can see that. 8-2 is probably where he should be. Other than that, I'm good. 
Uh, Michael Porter Jr., almost the same thing. You know, two games back-to-back, 35 DK points, has 10 rebounds over the last three games on average. I have no problem looking at him in this matchup. He definitely gets a boost. But at that price tag, I just feel like the the juice is uh, better than just squeezing Jokic. So I'll go there. I'm fine with it. And then, uh, you know, I don't mind taking advantage of some of these other guys that might get a few extra front court minutes. You know, we've been seeing Will Barton take advantage of, you know, no Gary Harris. But it's uh, it might just be Capazzo through and through, man. 4,100. I'm cool with it. It's, it is what it is. If you need a decent value play, cash games, tournaments, he has that steal upside where he could rack up three or four of those deals, get you five or six assists, even in limited minutes. We know how back the, bad the Chicago backcourt is. As long as Gary Harris is out, he should be uh, a foundational member of this rotation, regardless of Monte Morris. And I even prefer him over Monte Morris uh, for $800 cheaper, despite Monte Morris maybe playing a few more minutes in this matchup. So they're both in play, but it's attacking the backcourt, and then it's looking at Jokic for me on this Denver side of the ball. Looking over, sliding over to the Chicago side of the ball, we're going to kind of have to see what's going on with this whole mess. Uh, again, Buckle up, guys. It's COVID season. It's health and safety protocols. But this is going to be a tough matchup for everybody uh, regardless. I won't be looking at the front court. I'm good with Wendell Carter Jr. and Thad Young. Both of them priced appropriately. I don't like to target anybody going against Jokic. I just expect decent foul trouble. If I'm looking anywhere, probably going to be looking more towards, like, you know, Kobe White, 63. Still don't love that play. Sadoransky at 4K. Uh, and Garrett Temple at 44. I like those value plays. They're decent, modest value, modest value plays. Not guys that I, I'm making foundational pieces of my lineup and I'm building it around. But guys, I wouldn't mind if I landed on. You know, I feel comfortable with their floors. Occasionally, they'll give us that nice little ceiling game. But this is going to be a rough matchup for Chicago. Not one I'm looking to target. You know, Denver, their defense isn't anything spectacular. But their offense is capable of giving some issues and blowing a game out quickly where you're immediately starting to look at the bench. Next game, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time game, fourth game of the night. Utah Jazz traveling to New Orleans, take on the Pelicans in this one. We do have a game total, 234.5. Jazz favored by 6.5 points in this one. For the Pelicans, J.J. Redick is questionable. And on the Jazz, nothing to be concerned with. Should be a pretty interesting game over here. Uh, Mike Conley rested in that last one. He's expected back, so... Uh, we can expect Joe Ingles to slide back in that bench roll. Obviously, that's going to affect the usage of a guy like Mike Conley and Ingles himself. So, uh, you know, whenever we see that happen, keep an eye on it. Conley sits. We can look at both those guys. I generally prefer to play Clark, uh, Clarkson when that happens. Uh, Conley at 6500 Very close price tags between him and Clarkson. I definitely prefer Conley. Probably one of the first guys we're going to look at. Wouldn't mind looking at a guy like Rudy Gobert. You know, we always talk about trying not to target guys going against Steven Adams, but we're not targeting Gobert for his uh, offense. It's, it's for his, you know, his rebounding and his defense and everything else. Should be able to protect the paint. They're going to need as much as him as possible going against Zion. Uh, tough matchup should be for him overall. But at 7,400, that's that smack dab Rudy Gobert price. We're, we're cool with it. You know, we feel comfortable with it. So I don't mind Conley, don't mind Gobert, 8,600 for Mitchell. It's contrarian play. I do prefer Mitchell in this matchup over some of those other guys that we've talked about, you know, being those other uh, $88 to $8,900 price tag guys. I do prefer Mitchell over them. And that's it for me. I don't think I'll go to O'Neal, Favors, or Bogdanovich in this one. I think there's better guys around that price tag if, uh, if I even land there. Sliding over to the New Orleans side of the ball over here. 
we got some decent things to look at. Lonzo Ball has just been shooting the ball outstandingly throughout the season. It just continues. Struggled in the last one, but the three-point attempts have been there. That's the most important thing of the past two games, taking 22 three-pointers. Uh, three and that is coming from a total of about 31 shots. So he's expanding his range, expanding his game. I do like him. If they, uh, if they have a hope to stay in this game and it's competitive, they're going to need to be able to shoot the three ball. So I'll be looking at Lonzo, uh, and I'll be looking you know, Zion. I want to say 9K is a little bit too expensive. But the dude's just been balling out. He's basically just been an absolute stud for the past about three, four weeks now. Uh, something flipped. Uh, the, the switch is on, and he's comfortable. He's been basically a smack dab, 50 DK point floor, feels like, for the past four or five games. So, you know, 9K, that's that's a solid price tag. We'll take that. Tough matchup going against Gobert. But this is going to go one of two ways. Uh, he's either going to struggle or he's going to smash it. So, you know, looking at Zion, I think he makes sense in tournaments. I don't think a lot of people will go to him knowing that it's a big band. It's going against the Jazz. But this is a matchup he can take uh, – really take advantage of Gobert. You know, as, as good as Gobert is on defense, Zion might just be a little bit too quick for him. It's just that simple. So don't mind looking at Zion in tournaments. Probably wouldn't trust him in cash. I think Alonzo's available for both of them. And then Josh Hart should be looking at a decent bounce back game. 5K, don't mind checking a look, checking him out. Shot over eight in that last game. But with Josh Hart, we're looking for the rebounds. He gave us nine last game. He hits four of those shots. All of a sudden, we're looking at 25 to 30 DK points. So wouldn't mind him looking at that at 5K. All right, about halfway through, three games left. 8.30 Eastern Standard Time game. Brooklyn Nets traveling to San Antonio. Take on the Spurs in this one. For the Nets, Spencer Dinwiddie, as we know, and Kevin Durant, both of them rolled out. Dinwiddie's out for the year. Kevin Durant out until at least the All-Star break. Reggie Perry is out. Timothy Luau Cabarro and Jeff Greed are questionable. Well, Tyler Johnson is probable for the Spurs. Rudy Gobert, Devin Vassell, Quindary Weatherspoon, Derek White all rolled out. Kendall Johnson is questionable, and it is simply due to conditioning. Uh, coach's decision, yep, post-health and safety protocols, reconditioning. It's just from simply sitting out. I would probably expect them to play. If anything, it would just be limited. Not a DFS option for us, nonetheless. No game total, no spread. Or the Nets. Kyrie Irving expected back in this one. Obviously, we could look at both these guys. Uh, James Harden's been an absolute stud. I talked about it. I probably prefer Jokic. Uh, I don't mind James Harden. Both these guys are looking at triple doubles on a nightly basis. Both of them have 40 actual point, real-life point, uh, scoring upside. Sign me up. That's what we're looking for. Those are the guys that we want to spend up on, especially in your tournaments. You want to win. You don't play a tournament to finish in uh, you know, a 1,000th out of 10,000th place. Uh, you're playing these GPPs because you want to get in the top percentage, so you want to go for these upside guys. And I like Harden's upside in this matchup. I like him on this slate, and I like Jokic's. It's that simple. Wouldn't mind Kyrie if you wanted to save the 1,900. You wanted to get off Harden. Wouldn't mind it whatsoever. Kyrie's a great option as well. Anybody else on this team? gets a little tougher if Jeff Green's ruled out we can you know look at DeAndre Jordan and be a little bit more confident that he'd probably play closer to 30 minutes Jeff Green plays we probably don't do that that's it uh but it's all I'm really looking at it's that simple Sliding over to the San Antonio side DeMar DeRozan back in the lineup and shout out to him coming back after something that was probably extremely tough for him to deal with uh, and just absolutely balled out in the last one. Shot 11 of 18 for 32 points, 11 assists, put up 54 DK points. Now, uh, is he going to come back and do the same thing in this one at 8,400? I'm not going to find out. 
I don't want to spend that price tag. As much as I like him, as much as I think he's going to have an absolutely fantastic game, and as much as I think he could, I think it's a little too expensive for some of these other guys. Now, if you're doing a little game stack, sure, why not? But uh, I don't know if they have the firepower to hang in here. I don't think they have the scoring. It's that simple. Brooklyn's going to put up points, and their defense is you know, not great. It has been improved, but doesn't mean that the Spurs have enough to keep in uh keep in touch with them. I don't, I don't think that's going to happen. So I'll probably pass on most of these Spurs guys. If I'm looking at anybody, it'd be guys like, you know, Patty Mills and some of these ancillary guys that in limited minutes, we could expect to see it. That's it though. Just maybe a little Patty Mills action. I could see Aldridge at 62. Uh, that's probably it though. And that's really even pushed. Now who really trusts Aldridge nowadays? Two games left, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Cleveland Cavaliers traveling to Houston take on the Rockets in this one. No game total, no spread for the Cavs. Bethy Delvadova, Andre Drummond, Kevin Love, Larry Nance Jr. All ruled out. C.D. Osmond is questionable. Rockets have yet to release their injury report. So we'll have to keep an eye on up for that one. For the Cavs, Jared Allen coming at 8,500 now. You have the money. Sure. Back in the knock here. Spend it. I mean, we're talking about a game where this dude just put up 61 DK points about against this team, which feels like less than a week ago. Actually, almost right on the dot. Almost exactly one week ago. Shot 10 of 11 in that game. But let's be real. They cannot defend a center. They can't do it. They don't have the bodies for it. All they have is Justin Patton, P.J. Tucker. Neither one of those guys are big enough to hang with Jared Allen. He should just be able to rim run, have his way with this team. I'm expecting big things again. 85 is extremely expensive to spend, but we've talked about it. There's a, it feels like a weird pricing night. We're getting a lot of guys in that you know low five range, a lot of the guys in that high eight range, and you know compared to some of these other guys that you've heard me mention, say I don't want to play. I do prefer Allen over most of those. Colin Sexton, 7500, fair price tag. I just don't think unless this game, unless this game could be an overtime game, it kind of feels like it has the making. We don't have the game total of the spread, but I can easily see that happening in this type of game atmosphere. Uh, outside of a game stack, I don't really feel like I'm going to end up with too much Sexton at 7500 Fair price tag. It's a fair matchup. You know, I just don't know how much actual value that is. And the same could be said for Garland in that same vein. A Coral at 5K, just a rock-solid guy that we, you know, we can just play when we land on. I'm not a guy that we're going out of our way to get in there again. Limited ceiling, but uh, the, the steals are there on a night-in and night-out basis. So are all the defensive stats. We get some blocks here and there. He just chips in in so many different ways where he's never really crushing you, but he's probably not going to be the guy that's necessarily winning you a tournament either. So don't mind looking at him. Torian Prince is back in that starting lineup, or I'm not, I'm sorry, is back. Uh, he could be back inserted into that starting lineup at 4,100. Wouldn't be expecting necessarily a full workload out of him, but it, I do I do expect him to play uh, at least probably about 24 minutes, uh, especially if Osmond's out. They're going to be struggling to find some bigs there at that four. So I wouldn't mind looking at Prince. So for me, it'd be a Coral Prince, Allen. That is it. Maybe a little bit of Sexton here and there. Probably no Garland. On the Houston side of the ball, you know, this is uh, this is going to be a good one. I, I like this one. I, you know, looking at Victor Oladipo, sat out Sunday due to the rest and the maintenance. It's a back-to-back. Should be expected to go in this one, 7,700. I'm all over him. I'm going to be playing plenty of Victor Oladipo. I'm expecting a big game from him. John Wall. We'll have to monitor his news, knowing that he played in tonight's game, uh, knowing I'm re- you know, recording this the night before. Decent chance he could sit out on Mondays, uh, knowing it's the second half of a back-to-back. So fire up Smolo Depot at 7,700. Great matchup, great spot, great price tag, all over it. 
couple of these ancillary guys that we can expect to pick up some of the ball handling, some of the usage. Eric Gordon, 63. That's a fair price tag. Don't mind him. Makes a solid pivot over Oladipo, who I'm sure will be much higher owned. Uh, you can look at Sterling Brown. You can look at Nawaba. Both these guys will play a few extra minutes. Uh, probably prefer Nawaba just because he's just a little bit more confident. Brown, cheaper if you need the 500 bucks. Sure, why not? Tucker, no usage really in there. I don't see myself going to him too much. But then there's House and Tate, 57, 5,900. Again, I talked about this. Feels like it's just like purgatory between that 52 and 5,800 range where there's so many options. The same thing between the 84 and 8,900 range where you have to pick and you have to make some decisions. Who do we want to play and who don't we want to play? Well, I prefer just to spend up on Old Depot or Eric Gordon as opposed to those two guys. Probably where I'm going to draw the line. Again, keep an eye on this. We're going to have to see. Uh, the decision has not been made yet on whether John Wall is going to play or not. But giving you the breakdown just so we can prepare either way and be ready for that. Final game of the night. Charlotte Hornets traveling to Portland. Take on the Trailblazers. Hornets have yet to release their injury report. They're on the second half of a back-to-back. For Portland, Zach Collins, Harry Giles, CJ McCollum, Yusuf Nurkic all ruled out for this one. No game total. No spread. We're going to be spending some money in here, and we have to watch some injury news. Gordon Hayward, he was uh, pretty much probable all day long, and about an hour and a half, two hours before tip, he was downgraded to out. So we'll have to monitor him. He's 7,300. He was dealing with that hand soreness. It was second half or front half of the back of the back. Decent chance he suits up for this one. 7,300, no issues going with him. LaMelo Ball at 8,700. Now, I love I love targeting this backcourt. Um it's a little bit expensive. I don't think I'm going to end up going there. 8700 We talked about so many guys at this price tag. Now, if you're looking for a contrarian play on this slate, I think it's going to be Terry Rozier. Now, he's the guy that AK, it seems crazy, $700 difference. You know, Looking at his game logs, a lot of people aren't going to want to go there. I just think that he is a fine guy to play in this matchup. I think it's very tournament-related. I think it's very contrarian. Do I trust him in cash and single entries? No, not whatsoever. Actually, hell no. No, I wouldn't. But in your tournaments, you're building multiple lineups. You want to try to differentiate yourself and, and get some exposure to a guy you're not expecting to have a ton of ownership who has plenty of upside. I think Rosier is your guy right there. Malik Monk has been just on fire. Uh, if Hayward sits, usage should be even easier. Uh, regardless, it's Devontae Graham that we need to continue to see sit out, and it looks like he probably will miss this one again for Monk to have that usage in that bench role where he's basically facilitating and scoring. But this dude's just been lights out from deep. And at 5,500, Getting up there in price where, you know, you could probably go somewhere else for cash. But, again, in tournaments, still still fine. As long as he's hitting those shots, as long as he's shooting as hot as he is, there's no reason that we can't look at him. Sliding over to the Portland side of the ball, one of the guys I want another one, another one I want to spend up on, Damian Lillard, 10-4. Hard not to love him in this matchup. Fantastic. We know that this uh, Charlotte team has just been bleeding backcourt points all season long. Lillard is a 10-4. There's only two other guys I talked about that expensive, knowing even though there's about 10 on this slate, what it feels like. Uh, if I had to break them in order, it would probably start with Jokic at number one, Lillard number two, James Harden number three. Love all these guys, though. I think uh, I think they're all very, very much in play. Kanner, 7-2. Should be a fine matchup. Cody Zeller, doubtful, did not play tonight. I'm sorry, ruled out. So, Kaner should have his way if, if that matchup happens to happen again. No uh, no Cody Zeller, Biombo, or we'd probably see uh, Paul Washington Jr. 
Uh, PJ Washington Jr., shout out Josh Lloyd. Love, I love the nicknames that he comes up with. Absolutely crushes it. Uh, and they're just catchy. So I, I got to give it to him. Paul Washington Jr., I don't even know if that's his nickname or his actual name, so I just got to give him his credit when it's due. Uh, that's one of the first things I think of. I think he's got a couple other ones I got I to gotta think of off the top of my head. Uh, great, great job over there, though, Josh. Absolutely smashing it. Good buddy of the show. Good buddy of hoopball. So that's probably it for me, man. It, it, it's really tough. Uh, I, I think Gary Trent priced up. We're starting to see a lot of these guys priced up. You can never go wrong with Covington, you know, couple down games of the past ones but he seemed like he was really starting to turn the corner over the last month started playing like a top 30 player that we were expecting him to absolutely just picking up all those defensive stats really making up for the time averaging a triple one now on the season so i don't mind him he's got the upside he's got a pretty solid four a lot of people are going to go Derek jones jr but i just prefer covington for only 200 dollars more simons at 3300 i think makes for an excellent value play at any point in time knowing that He's got a pretty secure bench role. He should be getting plenty of shot attempts. That's just very cheap for a guy that, you know, could turn out 20. And if he gets you 20 at 33, we'll take that any day of the week. If you're putting him in there, that means we're getting other studs. And uh, that is probably it. Not really looking at anybody else. You know, so Lillard, Covington, a little bit of Simons. Maybe some Canner if you end up falling that way, but... That's it. I'm probably going to spend up at most of my point guard spots on tonight's slate and then get my value in the forward position. But that's all I had for you guys. I tried to tried to make it a little quick for you. I'm sorry that uh you know voice is losing the voice. The voice is gone. Throat is sore. The throat is dry. I'm running so low. It's a quick one. Seven gamer that we just banged out. I say we and I mean me. If you have a minute you want to give me a follow on Twitter, you can find me at Mike Patria, M-I-K-E-A-P-O-T-R-I-A. Give us a thumbs up, rate and review if you have a moment. Wherever you're listening, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, YouTube, wherever it may be, much appreciated, guys. uh, It means a lot to me. I know it means a lot to Santino. It means a lot to everybody on the team when we see that stuff. It allows us to get better. We get to see the things that you guys want to see done differently. Maybe it's more information on this. Maybe it's less information on that. And then we just get to get the thumbs up and the, hey, you guys are doing a great job, which who doesn't love hearing that? We'll be back tomorrow, though. I'll have the night off. It'll be Santino. It'll be Will. You get to hear those two guys go back and forth and bicker and banter and give you guys some great plays. So, as always, thank you for tuning in to go crush some tournaments. This has been a Hoop Bowl presentation.